Hell yeah. It, it ain't Wing Wednesday yet, though, bro. I know, but they have it Monday, Tuesday, 60 cents, so. Bro, Harry Harry has, like, a 32-piece for lunch, bro. Damn. <laughs> Damn, bro. <laughs> for real. Like, 10, and I'm already full. Yeah, I was going to oh, say, uh, even uh, even my rotund ass can probably put down maybe 15, 16, maybe. But 32, man, that's a, that's a fucking beast. Yeah. Him, him, and, him and Snake Dog, bro, put it down. Fuck. Oh, man. Yeah, they're surprisingly filling. Yeah. You think you, you know could eat a lot more, but. You know Go what's ahead. funny is my body doesn't show how much I really don't eat because I can't eat a lot in one setting. Like, all you can eat, I can't fuck with it. Yeah. I'm just a fat ass and I eat all day, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> if, if, you eat every, every half hour or what? <laughs> fuck, pretty much. <laughs> And it ain't no fucking celery sticks, huh? Nah, fuck no. It's like fucking stupid Chips. shit, dude. Fucking, I think I'm being healthy by having by having a fucking um, <laughs> those fucking uh, peanut peanuts from fucking um, Costco. It has the M and M's and shit in it. Uh, oh, tra- like shit. trail mix. Shit. My, my fucker has like five of those a day, bro. I'm being healthy. Those <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Those, star, uh, those starbursts on your desk is fruit, right? It's all fruit. Oh, fuck. Well, there you go. There you go. fruit juice. <laughs> nice. right. Brought in by little, by little airplanes. There you go. All right, let's start the shit off. Uh, what's up, guys? Gold belts and glory. We are talking two UFC fight nights, and then we'll preview uh, next weekend's card, which other than the main event is pretty much the retirement tour. Yeah. <laughs> when you see all the guys <laughs> yeah, that are on that card. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, you got big names on there, but yeah, yeah. They're, they're old. Yeah, so we got myself, Mike Auger, we got Coach Rich Trevino, and Ryan Gosling with an N, not a G. Um, <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> yeah, welcome back. How was Idaho? Uh, it was good, man. It was uh, mellow, countryside, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, got to I see saw, some. I saw the pictures that your, your wifey was posting. Yeah, we it was cool, man. We went floating down the river on some tubes. Mm-hmm. You know, it was pretty badass. My son was like, "Wow, this is like Disneyland, but in nature." So there he digged it. Yeah, he dug it. It was pretty cool. You know. Right on. Um. So I think we'll start with the uh, UC Fight Night 172, which was on uh, Wednesday night. I actually watched this entire card, which I didn't expect to. I thought we we're just going to do the top fights, but we can kind of just jump around. I know we probably didn't see – all of us didn't see all 10 fights, but maybe we've – we kind of have a mix of that. Um, we'll start with the welterweight contest. This is Abdul Razik Alassan. Um, he lost a decision to Manure Lazaz. And I got to tell you, this Lazaz guy impressed the shit out of me. Um, yeah. Rich, did you catch this fight? I did. Was that the one with the buff guy? Yeah, so the way this fight started, I think all three of us have seen this fight, right? Yeah. Um, Azan. Azan. No, let me get this right. Abdul. Alisson, Alisson, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He came out throwing everything at the kitchen sink at this guy, hitting him in the <clears> face <throat> multiple times, and uh, Lazaz has, from what I could see, a chin of steel because he took everything this guy had. And um, 
then he just started laying it in after that with a lot of good technique. Yeah, he was uh, hitting him with everything he had, like you said, and he was connecting with everything, dude. But Lazaz was just – he absorbed all those punches and it kept going. Yeah, man. And he would look like a beast, too. Like his length, he was throwing some elbows and badass kicks. I mean, he looked legit. Oh, yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about, Ryan. I'm glad you brought that up. Dude, those elbows. I don't think I've ever seen a guy utilize elbows more than I saw this guy do it in this fight. It was incredible. Yeah, maybe like a John Jones, but yeah, yeah this guy was like similar to John Jones with those elbows. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, this guy's badass, dude. <laughs> you know, I, I I never really heard of this guy before. So I was like, damn, who is this guy? Go on, Rich. Yeah, I did I did watch that fight and I was pretty amazed because uh, I was gonna I'm gonna be honest with you, like like I was pretty bored with like the, the the other fight. Like nothing really grabbed me, bro. Nothing really like. And I know these are like I don't want to say like no names, and I don't want to sound like a fucking casual because I am. But <laughs> I'm just saying like like yeah. <laughs> nothing nothing really grabbed me, bro. Nothing really grabbed me. Even like the Dan Ige and the Qatar fight, it was just like, eh, like. But these guys were fucking banging, bro. And I was like, holy fuck, I couldn't believe. That and then this again. This goes back to like no name, kind of like up and coming. Who mm. gives a fuck? Give me five grand and let's just scrap it out. You know what I mean? Mm. Right. Um, Lazaz also was four for four on takedowns, and Alison was one for four. So both these guys, uh, Alison is now ten and two. Lazaz ten and one. Uh, I think we'll be seeing these guys again. Um, so that yeah. would go ahead, Ren. No, I was gonna say Alassane, he looked good, like but it looks like he was more of just like he's looking for that home run punch to knock someone out. Yeah. But like his ground game wasn't there. He didn't really have um Lazaz was taking him down at will and that guy wasn't really doing much. But there was one part in that fight too where I was like they stood him up like right away and I was like even oh, the that was the theme of the night, dude. With this like, free. what the fuck? Like, they're still trying yeah, to work. Yeah, that ref was stupid. He yeah, they're trying to work the move. Yeah, dude. You know, I mean, it's more exciting. I get it. But they're trying to set up their moves. You know, you know, it, it takes time. Yeah. I think they stood them up way too early. That ref kept doing that throughout the night. Um, He did that a lot in the Tim Elliott and I think it was Tim Elliott and Ryan Benoit fight, too, if I'm not mistaken. But, um. Yeah, yeah. He, kept, he kept standing them up, like, immediately. It was crazy. But, um, yeah, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Paul Felder was like, I'm going to have this guy in my next fight. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, the next fight was a women's flyweight uh, contest. Molly McCann, who was kind of up and coming, taking on Talia Santos. And this was pretty much complete domination from Santos. Uh, she looked like a star, at least in this effort other than doing one move where she grabbed uh, McCann by the hair, really pissed, I think pissed her off, but they called it cool after the fight and all that, but um, she was pretty much dominating from, from the beginning to the end. Yeah, see, uh, just I'll, I'll just go ahead on this one because mine's going to be short. This is one of those fights where, where it was just kind of uh, boring, and mm-hmm. it was just kind of like uh, the, the homegirl was just, doing whatever she wanted, teen off, teen on, fucking, 
yeah. you know, scratching her ass, throwing a punch, fucking like she was doing whatever she wanted. And it, it really didn't intrigue me, yeah. the dominance that was going on. Now, maybe I'm being biased because, again, like they don't have big names, but it wasn't really that impressive to watch. I, I wasn't, I wasn't super excited, you know? No, mm -hmm. I agree. I was, I, I'm pretty sure I watched it, but it wasn't that memorable. Cause I don't yeah. even remember like, you know, I, I probably was watching it or had it on in the background, but wasn't paying attention. Cause there wasn't much going on, not much to watch, you know? Yeah. That, that's how this next fight was for me with Jimmy Rivera and, and Cody Stammen. I don't really remember shit about this fight. <laughs> <laughs> I you don't guys? either, dude. No. So, so here's what I can say about that fight, and and this goes along with my theme of this whole thing is like it was fucking boring, man. I, Jimmy yeah. Rivera, Jimmy Rivera's fucking over it. Nobody wants to fucking see him fight. Nobody cares about Jimmy Rivera. Nobody fucking like. I mean, although Damn. although I have to tell that you this, gonna though. hunt you down, dog, and beat your ass. No. <laughs> yeah, dude, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna hear this shit. <laughs> um, although although what I was impressed with was, and uh, this is this is not to talk about it because uh, I'm going somewhere else with this, but I was impressed with his physique. Jimmy Rivera looked super thick and super buff, and he looked like super strong. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the other times I saw him, he didn't look as as well put together but maybe this covid time or whatever helped him out because he looked like a fucking monster yeah like his yeah. like his physique was something different that that uh, i've never seen him have so yeah uh the co-main was tim elliott and ryan benoit and i don't give a fuck about this fight either dude like i don't know i just no like the theme of the night he said like rich said it was boring <laughs> yeah so this and brings I mean, us – go ahead. Tom, well, Tim Elliott was getting fucked up, bro, bottom, bottom line. He, he's, he's tough. He's tough. He's fucking like, you know, Tim Elliott. Everybody knows who he is. Like, he's been around for a long time. Uh, he's had a lot of fights, um, you know, but he, he, he wasn't – he was kind of wild and wacky and weird. And, like, you know, he kept pushing forward, and that's his style. And – Everybody knows him because he just keeps going forward and he, he's fucking get, he's eating like seven to fucking get one in. And, you know, mm -hmm. it, it just like his name was well, on, they were calling him Benoit, but I think is, isn't it Benoit? Whatever. That's what I thought. Maybe um, it was yeah. But uh, that, the, the, the young kid was just fucking tearing him up, bro. I mean, I didn't see anything um, impressive out of Elliot. And then, uh, Benoit was just fucking going forward and pretty much ripping his dick off. That's what I saw. So naturally, Tim Elliott won. Yeah. He got <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I literally saw the opposite. 100%. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's one of those fights. So, like you said, Rich, neither one of these guys are probably going to be a contender. Um, no. But this next fight, though, I think solidified – the winner of this as a contender at least he needs a top three or four fight next that's calvin qatar beating dan Eagy. uh five round contest uh i thought these guys were throwing pretty hard but qatar clearly won the fight um he was mixing up a lot of one twos a lot of boxing um a lot of uh 
uh, Taekwondo or karate type uh, kicks. He was doing like spinning back kicks, roundhouses, uh, yep. a stepping sidekick, which you don't see a lot of shit like that, dude, in the fight. Yeah. Um, he looked about as clean as, as he's ever looked in this fight. And um, I think he definitely deserves a contender fight, maybe, maybe even a title eliminator at this point. Um, you know, uh, there's an argument to be made about who's going to fight Volkanovski next. I think Callaway's out of it at this point. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't see any reason why you can't move this guy up a bit and, and give him a fight, you know, for the yeah. title. I, I thought Holloway was going to get a, a rematch. That's what Dana White was saying, but I don't. it's not written in stone yet. Um, but, yeah, no, I agree with this. That fight was a banger, dude. It was real competitive. It was pretty close. Uh, Ige won that second round. But the rest of the fight was close. Yeah. But I think I think Qatar edged him out, you know. Yeah. He outstruck him. He was way crisper with his, his bunches. He was mm-hmm. landing way more, you could tell by their face. Um, but it, I thought it was a good – I thought it was an exciting fight, too. I just actually just watched it again. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at these uh, rankings well, here. We were kind of talking. Here's what I'm – go ahead. Here's what I'm impressed with. Uh, Calvin Guitar got 100% of his takedowns, and it was one. That was pretty good, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There so, you go. I mean that. Um, that's pretty good. I, 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 I'm sorry, guys. I disagree with both of you guys. I, I love you and I hate you at the same time. <laughs> I think Calvin. I think Calvin Guitar is a joke. I think Danny Ige is a joke. Wow. Uh, oh, wow. Fight wow. Island. Fight, Rich is mad discard. today. No, 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 no. He's no. not having discard. it today. <laughs> no, no. no. This with anybody. Was fucking horrible. <laughs> this card was horrible. Cody Stamen could get off, get over yourself. Jimmy Rivera, nine hundred years old. Fucking Calvin Guitar. I mean, come on, bro. Dan These guys Ige, are ranked. They're ranked ten and six, bro. They need to be ranked ten thousandth and six hundred million. Isn't <laughs> Calvin Guitar's won four fights in a row though? Hasn't he? Yeah. He bro, do you want to fucking Stevens? Do you want to watch him fight? If 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 Dana White says, okay, guys. Calvin Qatar is going to fight fucking Khabib for the next title. You're going to be like, bitch, get the fuck out of here. You don't want to see that guy. Well, I wouldn't mind seeing him beat uh, Volkanovski for the title. Yeah, that would be a good fight, I think. Volkanovski yeah. would fucking piss in this guy's okay, face. Well, well let, me, let me just break down the top five here. So, you got Yair Rodriguez uh, in the featherweight at number five currently right now. That's a guy I want to see. You got Korean Zombie at number four and Brian Ortega at number three. Those two are on a collision course. They're for sure going to fight. Definitely yes. want to see those guys fight. Yeah. I know Korean Zombie has just challenged Volkanovski as well and said Volkanovski's a disgrace. Then you got number two, who's Zabit. Uh, Magomed Sharipov. Yeah, that fucking guy. We'll just call him Zabit the Rabbit. But uh, he's been on a roll too. So, oh, yeah. But – um. I, I think a case can at least be made for Qatar to, you know, maybe fight Sabbath for a, a, a title eliminator. Or, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, listen. listen. It, have that you would ever, be a good have, fight. Do you guys fucking – do you guys – have you ever got, remember seeing Zabit fight? Mm-hmm. That guy is a fucking murderer, bro. Yeah. He is a fuck. He would fucking kill Qatar and – Negative three seconds, a hundred percent, bro. Uh, 
like, like, but the but but the top five you mentioned. Now those are fights that I want to see, right? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. The top five you mentioned for sure. But Zabit, and I think Zabit would be um, Korean Zombie and fucking um, uh, Ortega, no problem. You think he'll beat Max? I, I don't think he'll beat Max. Because I think Max is the best fighter in that weight. Um, I agree. I, I don't think Volkanovski beat Max. But that's that's for another time. But um, Max is the true true um, champion of that weight class. Although uh, Volkanovski does have the belt, but I mean I, Max is the better fighter, bro. He he won that fight. I don't know how anybody saw it any other way. <clears throat> I'm not I, saying it wasn't close. I'm not saying it wasn't close. But yeah, uh, you know, I mean, if you're looking at all these. These these top level dudes, uh, Jesus Christ! You're looking at these top level dudes, <laughs> and you're fucking, and you're looking at, uh, you know, DC. You're looking at Ariel Hawani. You're looking at fucking, you know, uh, um, Michael Bisbing. All these guys have said, and we'll stick to the story that fucking Max Holloway won that fight. I agree. So, I agree so too. I I 100 believe that max holloway is the best fighter i don't think volkanovsky won that fight now the first fight he fucked him up but yeah. that, that second yeah. fight it was all max dude and i don't know how anybody saw it in any way uh, zombie fight. greg has joined the podcast by the way Hi, zombie what's greg up? what's up greg I guess. uh greg so we were just talking about calvin qatar and do we think he's a possible title contender and i was telling these guys uh, the featherweight rankings as they stand right now. And um, let's see here. Bring this up one more time. So the guys that stand above him in this uh, division are Yair Rodriguez, who mm-hmm. had that pretty amazing knockout of Korean Zombie. Uh, that's yeah, that one it. second left. Yeah, that's what he's known for. Yeah. Uh, you got Korean Zombie. Then you got Brian Ortega, and then you got Zabit, and obviously Max Holloway. Mm-hmm. Rich thinks Calvin Guitar doesn't have shit for any of these guys. What do you think? Yeah, I would also agree with that. I think, uh, I think definitely when you're talking about title contention, he's definitely beating some tough guys. I don't think that uh, Jeremy Stevens is a walk in the park. Um, he's definitely tough. But, I mean, if you look at these other guys, you look at the guys that Korean Zombies fought, Mm-hmm. I think he's definitely in the talks of it. Mm-hmm. Brian Ortega, maybe. I think he needs a couple more wins under his belt to to get there. If anyone, I would like to see Calvin fight him. Um, and then uh, the other ones, Zabit is just, I mean, he's on another level, dude. But I definitely yeah. want to see somebody test him. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's, hard, it's hard to see. But um, I don't think that right now – he's in that talk but i think he's on the way up of, of being in that conversation for sure mm. he actually fought zabit and he lost a decision to him yeah i Who mean qatar oh, yeah okay. but zabit is is i mean if you watch him fight he's fucking he's an animal he's, his striking his jujitsu his his grappling in general it's he's a pretty well-rounded fighter and he's one of those real special fighters too that just he's real tricky to 
to, to even train for because he's so unique in the way he fights. Mm-hmm. So right. I would like to see him fight somebody that's, you know, one of those guys that you named, like either fight him, like him fighting like Korean zombie or somebody like that, that would actually give him a test. That, that That's something I would like to see. Cause I know that the UFC has a lot of high, high stakes in him, but I think they're kind of doing what they were doing with John Jones when they started first building him is they were slowly building him up, not giving him the big names yet. So we'll, we'll see. But I think if Calvin keeps winning and keeps beating named fighters, which I think from here on out, he's only going to fight named fighters. Yeah. I think he'll eventually be in that, in that talk. I think I, I can compare, I can compare the beat to uh, sugar, sugar, uh, Sean right. O'Malley. Right. Like they, they have that same style, that same flashy weirdness, that same off the cuff, uh, beautiful striking, uh, weird kicks, uh, different yeah. angles, uh, uh, you know, very creative. Uh, those two guys remind me of each other if I can compare them to anybody. Yeah. 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 Most definitely. Yeah, it's not only comparing in style, but I think comparing in the same way that the UFC is building them up, you know, now they're starting to give Sean O'Malley bigger names and things like that. And you're going to start to only see now Sean O'Malley fighting named fighters. You know what I mean? He, he's at that point now where he's a superstar and they're going to start now building him up because the UFC needs superstars right now. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. As evident by these two cards. So we get to the second card <laughs> Saturday night. Uh, man, you missed it. Greg Rich is drinking like a fucking uh, arrowhead water jug of hair aid he's he's hating everything about this fucking yeah so dude these fights were fucking horrible you fucking you, come on They're bro admit boring it. you mean boring uh, boring fights the second <laughs> night of fights we start off with the flyweight fight i didn't see i didn't see uh, uh let's see i i did not see the first two fights of this card so anybody see this flyweight fight which one was that? That was the uh... Alexandre Pantoja and Askar Asko Askarov. I did. I did see I all the fights, but my my shit is running slow for some reason, and it's not coming up. Let me well, let me pull it up. Fuck that fight. Let's let's get to the. <laughs> this was scary, dude. Let's talk oh, about dude. this women's flyweight yeah. finish. Oh my god, that hurt me watching that. Arion. Uh, Lipsky gets a knee bar on Luana Carolina. Horrifying, dude. Uh, yeah. First of all, Lipsky is hot as fuck. Can I yes, say that? <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, she, she definitely is. She's fucking scary, too, dude. You know I what? Agree. That, hey, that nickname is terrible. Hey, you know what they're doing with her? They, they're, you know what they're doing with her? They're fucking doing the Paige Van Zant with this one because they. I've seen a bunch of shit on the internet already about her standing in front of the UFCPI fucking sign. Like she's fucking yeah. going to prom and shit. Like, like they're fucking, they're pulling all the stops for that one. Cause she's hot. And yeah. Amanda, oh, uh, yeah. Amanda Yves or Rebez or whatever. They're yeah. Doing that with her too. She That's was good. watching this main event with Dana White. They need, they need to have these girls that aren't just pretty faces. They need to have these girls that are legitimate fighters, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. both these chicks are legitimate fighters. You know what I mean? We saw yeah. that clearly, dude. Like, this chick, like, I, I think I texted you the, the day after. I was like, she may be the hottest chick in the UFC and the most scary, dude. Like, she is terrifying. That knee bar was... That fucking knee bar was crazy, dude. Dude, yeah, I was looking at that. I'm like, dude, 
not only did she knee bar her, but she knee barred her while getting calf sliced and didn't even look like she gave a shit that she was in a gnarly ass calf slicer, which fucking hurts like shit. Yeah, and her knee like, was all tweaked back. Yeah, and then all of a sudden still... she was like, no, fuck you, bitch. I'll knee bar you and snap your knee. I'm like, oh, dude. I thought she did because that girl was just laying there like on the ground for a while. I was like, oh, fuck. Screen, she dude. broke like, it. <laughs> oh, it's definitely hyperextended, dude. For yeah. What do you call this chick again? The pain queen or something? Or No, the queen of violence. The queen of violence. That's right. Yeah. It, it fits yeah. her for sure. Yeah. But yeah. she is. Um, has it? Has, besides you, Greg, I'm sure you have, but I've yeah. been in a calf slicer and it fucking sucks, dude. Yeah. Calf slicers it's are extremely painful dude like when i saw especially the way that yeah especially the way she was in it like she kept herself in it and then she sat on her hips yeah and said hold on bitch let me grab your nasty ass foot which i would have never done because i hate yeah and she fucking (laughs) tore that bitch's knee in half bro it's like she wasn't phased at all by the calf slicer dude and it was deep dude it was a deep deep I was tripping yeah. out. That's like two moves you just don't see a lot in MMA. You know, not even in jujitsu. You don't see a, a whole shitload of knee bars. In you know, but dude, the leg game is is for real and it's it's dangerous, dude. That's why dudes like Ryan Hall are fucking scary, dude. Like once they master shit like that, it's it's you know it changes the whole dynamics of the game, dude. I can yeah, see sure. this chick being shot up real quick because because um, she fine. I don't know. Well, besides that. <laughs> Because she's um, hot as hell. Um, hot as fuck. She's not even a, ranked 10, right? She's not even no, in the top 10. This yeah. is uh, bullet, uh, the Bullets uh, division. Yeah, flyweight, right? Okay. Yeah, there's not I really mean, anybody. I mean, I'm not seeing anybody who's really going to do much to her. So, yeah, a couple more wins, no. she might be getting herself a title shot. Who knows? Yeah. So, yeah. I, I got into this lightweight fight. Um um, I, I'm just going to say one, Go ahead I was going to just say one thing about the first fight uh, Not too much The, uh, the guy uh, Askar Askarov, he's from Dagestan, I think they were saying And he was, he's like Partly deaf or something like that And he can't really, so the ref had to like Like give him special calls Or something like that, so he could hear him And he looked like a fucking Monster dude, I yeah, mean good. that fight was that fight was impressive. He That's just kept dude, going, that was a real good going, wrestler, right? That yeah, really good wrestling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That guy's good, dude. He's twelve and zero. Yeah, these dudes from that are from like Russia and that area are fucking coming out, dude. They're they're pretty hard to stop right now, dude. Um, this yeah. lightweight fight with Mark Gajewski and Rafael Fiziev. This Fiziev guy was kicking so hard. Oh, dude. I mean. Yes. You were hearing these shots vibrating off the walls, man. Yeah. Oh, man, he kicks so hard. He, they said he's a Muay Thai instructor at Tiger uh, Muay Thai in Thailand. Mm-hmm. He was. Yeah. yeah this is also the one where he was, like, matrixing, right? Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. Like, two or three times, dude. I was like, <sighs> oh, my God, this guy's reaction is so good. Yeah. I thought that fight was Fight of the great. night, dude. Yeah, fight of the night for sure. Yeah, they got they got fight of the night, and uh, that fight that guy I I mean I was scared for uh, Mr. Mark over there. I, I yeah, I yeah. thought his leg was gonna fall off, bro. <laughs> Mr. Mark, those, no, some no, of those no, body kicks were just stupid. And ribs and oh, dude. Yeah, he, that was bad. It was brutal. He took it like a G, dude, because he didn't show any any pain 
towards those kicks, but you know damn well those fucking hurt, dude. Oh, fuck. For Until sure. he goes in the back and starts pissing blood out of his fucking ass and <laughs> everywhere exactly. else. <laughs> um, exactly. So this brings us to the co-main, and um, it was just Rich and I talking last week, but we both picked uh, Jack Hermanson to beat Kelvin Gaslam. I did not expect it to go this quickly. Basically, they just start throwing some blows. Uh, I think Gaslam knocked Hermanson down, if I'm not no, mistaken. No, he lat dropped him, dude. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and he did. Then, he that did. was, a, that was did. a sick lat drop, too, dude. So yeah, he did. As he was going backwards, he caught yeah. it, and he fucking threw it. That's right. Perfect. Perfect, that's right. perfect throw. But um, the problem is to the finish. Dude, once you're down there, though, I mean, that's it. I mean, that's, that's, that's where Hermanson fucking – that's where he's going to thrive, dude. Look at him against Jacare, dude. He almost tapped out Jacare. Yeah. But yeah, he got him he he basically got him in a in a heel hook and you can just tell by Kevin Gaslam he had no idea how to get out of that, dude. Yeah. Either he didn't know how or he just kind of panicked at the minute and did it too late and he got tapped out, dude, really quick. So Yeah, and this was again, supposed to, the leg game. This was supposed to be like his big comeback to like fight to where he's going to be back and they talked it all up before the fight and it ended so quickly it was like man what's next for this guy you know that's that's my thought dude what's next for him because he's already done the welterweight thing he's already done the middleweight thing was not successful at either one of those so where does Gaslam go from here does he switch camps does he switch up his I don't know I don't know what what the answer is dude he hasn't looked the same since the Adesanya fight dude oh the word yeah the word on the street about this guy is he's got a discipline problem. Um, so his, trainer, his trainer is saying he could make 55s if he was disciplined, but he doesn't want to. He just eats pizza and smokes weed. and he's, he's, I think he's failed three drug tests since he's been in the UFC. Um, Damn. And I don't know. He just uh, – it doesn't seem like he has to struggle to make this weight, and maybe it's too much for him. And, like – Rich and I were talking last week. I think he left a part of himself in that Adesanya fight, and he just hasn't gotten it back. This is three losses in a row for him now. Yeah. Um, Bellator's calling, bro. <laughs> Fuck, man. Uh, hey, uh, so 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 here, like, okay, Kevin Gaslam looks like me without my shirt on, straight dad bod. <laughs> I think I think I have a better dad bod than. Kevin Gaslam, he looked super gross. Michael that Bisping said he was work. in the shape of his life. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I heard you know, that. Michael Bisping has one eye, dude. He, he doesn't know what he's <laughs> looking at. <Yeah. laughs> he's, he's got a wooden eye. That's that's true. Yeah. Dude, dude, Gaslam is Gaslam is done. Uh, for the for her for her, I'm not saying Hermanson is not good, but for a guy like that to beat the fuck out of this guy in a minute and 20 seconds who this guy was in a title fight against a fucking monster. Uh, Gaslam's done, man. Like, like uh, whatever he left in that cage with fucking Izzy, is, it's gone and it's, it's never coming back. It's kind of like what Romero, uh, what Romero says is when people fight him, they're not the same afterwards. Yeah. There was another and, stat that Gaslam is not being anybody under the age of 35. Yeah, maybe. So, I mean, oh. really well, his last I, big win was, what, Bisping? Yeah, I think so. Bisping yeah. and Jacare, one of the two. Uh, 
I think that if he stays in the UFC, Kevin Gaslam is now the gatekeeper for middleweights. I think that up and coming guys are going to have to fight Gaslam, and he'll be that he'll be that Cub Swanson of the middleweight division. Cubs. And I <laughs> think, but with that said, I do think that there's something special about Jack Hermanson, and I do think that he's going to get tougher fights, and I do think that he's going to win some of those tougher fights to come. I, I do think he's a well-rounded fighter, and he's so, got cardio for days, dude. I've got the uh, middleweight rankings here, um, and these are, Jack Hermanson is currently ranked sixth. I'm sure that's going to change, yeah. depending on what happens on this next fight card. Uh, above him, you've got Darren Till at number five. Yoel Romero, number four. He should drop out of the top five, in my sure opinion. He should drop out of the top five. Uh, Jared Kanier at number three. Polly Costa at number two, which we'll get to him in a few. And then Robert Whitaker at number one, who is going to be fighting Darren Till next weekend, which we'll, we'll talk about that. But, um, you know, maybe, maybe he fights the winner of, of Till and, and uh, Whitaker. I think that and, makes sense. Or yeah. give him Romero. Yeah, he's right or there. Give, yeah, I think him versus Romero would be a good, a good call. I mean, if, if Till beats Whitaker, it's going to be a hard, uh, it's going to be a hard argument for him to not be in Lytle for the title shot, beating the number one contender. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mm-hmm. think that that's going to be really hard to not make that argument, especially if he beats him decisively and exciting. I think Darren Till would be somebody that would be the winner, fighting the winner of. Paulo Costa and, and uh, Adesanya, which I think is going to be Paulo Costa. And uh, I think that Hermanson versus Romero, I think, is also a really, really good matchup. I think that's a good call, Mike. Yeah, I'd like to see that. I think that would be interesting. I'll tell you what. Usually I'm a fucking complete 100,000 million, kabillion percent dick rider for any wrestler. But fucking uh, Romero's out, dude. I, he, I don't want to see him fight anymore, bro. I don't. Yeah. Not, I don't blame not, you. Yeah, that was not, a big disappointment, fucking, dude, against yeah. Stylebender. That was just – it was, like, probably the worst fight I've ever seen. And, and why, does he, why does he not use his wrestling? Why does he not use his wrestling? He's a fucking yeah. Olympic medalist, bro. Yeah, his best asset, and he doesn't use it. Like, Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why he does that, dude. <laughs> Makes He's no lost sense. four in a row now. He's lost twice to Bobby Knuckles. He lost to Paulie Acosta. And then he lost to Stylebender in one of the worst fights ever. So, yeah, I agree. Um, all right, this brings us to the main event. It's for the vacant UFC flyweight championship. Second time these guys fought because um, Figueroa did not make weight the first time. Uh, Joseph Benavidez was saying that he lost that fight only because they headbutted each other, hmm. and then he got one on him. Boy, was that not the fucking truth, dude, because – Dude, it was domination. Felt bad for yeah. Every time he punched him, he knocked him down. He got every time three three or four rear naked choke attempts before he fucking blade him up and put him to fucking sleep, dude. Knocked him down three times in the first. It was like a high schooler beating up an elementary kid. Exactly what it looked like, dude. (laughs) It was sad. Yeah, I think I um I text you guys like this looks like. A, a drunk dad coming home beating the shit out of his fucking seven-year-old. That's what it looked like, man. Yeah. Uh, total strikes here. I'm, I'm looking and and Figueroa was forty for forty-five, dude. Fuck. He only in the first five. round. In the first round. First round, dude. 
Yeah. And that choke at the end, he, he got Benavidez in a, a rear naked choke. And I think he um he got the leggings too, right? Yeah, he had the hooks in. And then he like contorted his body, dude. And yeah. I swear yeah. to God, you saw the life leave and the soul leave Benavidez's yeah. body. Uh, his yeah. eyes he, were bugging out of his head. It was terrifying, dude. He got, he, his, his, the rear naked choke he was in was probably the worst possible rear naked choke you can be in because there's two types of chokes. There's either a blood choke where you're getting the carotid arteries, which is the proper way to do it. And then there's cranks, which is when your neck's turned and they're just cranking the fuck out of your neck. Right. And he was in both. His neck was cranking and he had the arteries. So yeah. and his spine. he was in the worst possible position you could be in, dude. But and I he, think Figueredo, I think, wanted to make a statement, dude. He was fucking he pissed. He knocked him out and he's talking shit saying, oh, the only reason he beat me is because of this and he didn't make weight and there should be an asterisk next to that loss. So he went out and said, all right, motherfucker. <laughs> You know, and he looked dangerous, dude. I think that guy looked so scary that night, dude, especially for that division. So, so you know how when, when uh, a fighter wins or loses, they have the camera in the corner and the guys hit the fucking mat. They're all happy, like, yeah, and then they jump up on the cage. Mm-hmm. Well, it looked like the fucking – it looked like the Grim Reaper jumped up and fucking for, for Benavides, bro. The, the Grim Reaper slapped the fucking mat and he was like, yeah, I'm going. So that motherfucker was almost dead, bro. Yeah. He was fucking almost dead. Well, like, he was unconscious for sure. But but I, I have to. And, and, and Greg, obviously you guys saw it, but Greg, you, you know probably better than any of us, the amount of uh, – submission attempts on the throat that yep. Benavides fucking countered. Yeah, he got no, out he of a, He had it deep, too, those times, and he got out of them For sure. earlier. That I was mean, impressive. The, the toughness the toughness of Benavides, who's been around for a long time, he reminds me of the, the uh, Uriah Faber uh, era. Yeah. The, the fucking, you know, Dominic Cruz when he was on top era. You know, uh, yeah. those kind of guys. Um, mm-hmm. And he's a little bit older and he's a little bit more, you know, he just kind of spent, you know what I mean? But, dude, the toughness of that guy. And, I'm, I mean, you guys are 100% right. Figueredo just literally stood there with his fucking hands down and did, he did like the Babe Ruth. Like, all right, I'm going to punch you in your fucking right eye and then punched him in his eye. Yeah. And then, like, just fucked him up. But the toughness of Benavides to not – I would have fucking passed out if the right when the bell rang, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Plus he didn't tap. He never yeah, tapped plus either. He didn't tap. Right. He didn't tap. <laughs> did not tap, dude. So yeah. my hat goes off. He's tough as nails, dude. There's no doubt about it, dude. You know, I think every guy that steps into the cage is definitely tough as fuck. There's no denying that. But then there's that extra level of of savages out there, and definitely Benavides is one of them, dude. So that's yeah. off because he's tough as fuck. But damn, Davison looks scary, dude. There's no uh, form too. If you look at the rankings, there's there's nobody, dude. Yeah, I think he's gonna hold that division for a while, dude. Unless Cejudo's like fucking come back for my belt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's talking yeah. mad shit too the whole time, Cejudo. Yeah. All right, uh, let's uh, shoot the news. Speaking of Henry Cejudo, uh, he tweeted out 
all these rented champs know who the real smoke is. I've been retired for two months and these bozos can't get my name out of their mouth. <laughs> wow. I mean, he's kind of right at this, you know, he's a dick, but he's a hundred percent right. You know, he dominated that weight division and, and the other. I forget. Hold on real quick. And then he finished it with calling out Figueroa and said, I command you to bend the knee. Hashtag <laughs> easy money. Oh shit. So the problem ahead, with Ryan. that is the oh. problem with that is uh you can't you can't you can't fight what he's saying because he beat the fuck out of everybody. Yeah. Exactly. I don't think Cejudo's gonna drop down to twenty fives again. I mean I'm not saying that he's coming back. There's no way he's I don't even think he's coming back, honestly. I, I think do. when he's done with I think when he's just talking shit and he still wants to be relevant or whatever, but um you can't you can't fucking fight what he's saying. You beat the fuck out of everybody. It's <laughs> I, I, I think he'll come back if the money's right. And I think that's what he's kinda doing. He's trying to get paid. Um and like you said, yeah, I mean he can talk that shit because he backed it up. He beat everybody. He yeah, kinda like Conor McGregor. Mm, nah. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> Not really. god. Speaking of figure <laughs> he was yeah. quoted uh as saying Benavidez's soul wasn't in his body anymore and he closed a casket on Joseph Benavides. Oh damn. Oh Jesus. <laughs> He's gotten I mean I think I said that Grim Reaper joke before that came out, by the way. Dude. Yes, yes. Oh my god, dude. Um Okay, so uh we have some uh let's see, Israel Adesanya and Paulio Costa are fighting September 19th on Fight Island uh, for the middleweight championship. And Khabib and Justin Gaethje, I'm hearing, are being moved to October. Right, Early. so he can mourn his father's death, right? Correct. A um, lot of beef, a lot of heat behind that fight, man. Uh, it's going to be... I think it's going to be great. Hopefully, you know, I, I can't see Costa doing what Yoel Romero did. Oh, I hope not, dude. <laughs> Imagine. Oh, my God. Uh, I can't see anybody doing that, to be honest, man. No, Especially that was, time. like, the weirdest shit I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Um, I think the other thing, too, uh, Khabib is, is uh, in Ramadan as well, and that ends in September. Mm-hmm. So I think the timing with that also, and then I think the timing obviously with his father passing away, right. uh, really put a fucking uh, nail in that in that coffin that it wasn't going to happen. Right. Um, so Dana White is saying for sure Gilbert Burns is next for Kamara Usman, and uh, Colby Covington has signed a deal to fight Tyron Woodley. Woodley is at this point turning down the fight. Uh, so first, and we'll start with you, Greg. Yeah. What do we think about Burns getting the match with Usman instead of giving the immediate rematch to Massaval? I think I think that's the right call. I think, you know, Gilbert Burns should have had the, the fight to begin with, and the only reason he didn't was because of COVID. If he's healthy, give the guy what he needs, you know? So I think that's a good call. I, I, I wanted to see Gilbert Burns fight Usman. You know, almost almost a little bit more than Masvidal versus Usman. And I think stylistically, that's a better matchup. Really, Rich? I agree with that 100%. Um, I think Gilbert Burns, uh, I mean, I don't know. 
did he re- did he really earn it just by being Woodley? Uh, I, I'm not saying he's not a good fighter. I'm not saying I didn't want to see that fight, but Leon Edwards, uh, he was he was able to come out of England, um, mm. you know, as that fight started to happen because the lockdown happened and he wasn't able to come mm-hmm. to the states. That was the problem, and then yeah. he got that, and then Dana White got the fight island. So I think Leon Edwards was able to come and do his thing, but maybe, you know, his uh, fight camp and all that stuff wasn't ready or whatever. But I do agree. I think Gilbert Burns uh, should get the fight because without COVID, it would have been him. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, I I would like to see Masvidal and Usman um, with a full camp, uh, Masvidal with a full camp. Right on. Yeah, I mean... I think Burns, since he was supposed to fight him, I guess that makes sense, but I don't think he earned it, honestly. I think he just was willing to take the least amount of money because it was going to be massive. They were talking up Massive Ball versus Usman way before Burns even beat Woodley. Mm-hmm. And, and Leon Edwards was on like an eight-fight winning streak. Um, so, you know, I still want to see the fight, of course, but I don't think Burns has enough to beat Usman. Um so, but I, I would rather see Masvidal with a full camp uh, rematch. That's that's my opinion. Uh, and uh, then we'll, let me we'll, speak. Go ahead. Let me speak to the Woodley thing real quick. Yeah. Go so, for it. so did you see what um, Covington put out? Did you see that? Did you see the fight about agreement? Yes. yes. Okay. Did you see it signed? No. No, it was not signed. <clears throat> Anybody can get a fucking piece of paper and type your fucking name yeah. on it and say that I was getting ready to sign fucking Fight Woodley. Well, I know, plus, but I, Dana did say Colby signed, though. But plus, I heard new things that Woodley is going to sign. It's just he has something going on or something like that. Dana White came so this out is what happened. So, so this is what happened. <clears throat> I, I, I saw a thing with, with Woodley today on YouTube. Woodley said that he literally just got cleared this week from his leg. Or whatever it was, whatever was hurt from the last fight. Okay. Right. So Woodley said he's never turned down a Covington fight ever because he wants to fucking shut him up. Mm-hmm. He said, "I just need time now to get back in shape." And he said, "September, October." He said he's not. He he wants to fight him, but he can't fight him in August. He needs one more month. And he said it's like, I'm, I'm asking for a month, not fucking a year." You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and honestly, I, I don't really like Woodley that much. Um, I think he's boring. I think he was a boring champion. I agree. Um, he kind of reminds me of Usman a little bit. Yep. Um, don't get me wrong. I loved watching him knock out <clears throat> fucking Robbie Lawler. That shit was badass. I, but, like, he just was not, like, appealing. You know? No, no. I mean... That's why he took so long to get all these all these uh, title defenses and stuff. Even though he had a million, nobody wanted to fight him because he's boring. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um. Okay. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. There. I think. Uh, I don't know. Like COVID. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Both these guys are in contention, but Woodley's definitely on the way out. And if he loses this next fight. If he loses to Colby, man, um, I think he's gonna lose to him. Honestly, I, do I don't think I don't think Woodley. I think he should pretty much hang it up. I don't think he's in it. He hasn't been in it. 
since he lost to Usman. And, uh, yeah, I don't think he's going to beat um, Kobe. Um, so the Darren Till, Mike Perry beef. <laughs> <laughs> Darren Till said uh, about Mike Perry, you have to be able to take it all on the chin, and he obviously can't. I hope he does well, but he's never going to fight me. I'm fighting contenders and former champs. He needs to worry about his path first before he worries about me. These guys aren't even in the same weight class, right? Perry's fighting at welterweight. Um, 55s, I believe. And I believe Darren Till's 85s now. 85s. He's 85s. Yeah. So I don't see the point in these two guys throwing down. But I think Darren Till will knock the fuck out of Mike Perry. <laughs> I I'm, think so, too. I mean, straight up. I don't know. What do you think, Rich? I, I know. I think I think Darren Till um, knocks the fuck out of Mike Perry. But I'll tell you what. Mike Perry is a 100% savage. He doesn't care if he gets hit or if he gets kicked. He's going to walk through it unless he goes down. Uh, you saw that, that horrible broken nose he suffered. And he was yeah. still fucking going on it. He didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, and then after getting knocked out, like Till did against Masvidal, your chin is suspect uh, yeah. in my in my book. Um, you know, only because I've watched boxing and seen it. Like a lot of these fools that get knocked out, like Chuck Liddell and all these guys, you're just not the same after you get fucking knocked like that. You know? Yeah. Yeah, you so, can only take so many punches in your career, like that massive and and still keep going you know yeah i mean i mean again back to the cte and back to all that shit too it's like you know like but you said, i don't know if, i don't know if till's chin i don't know if his chin holds up <laughs> like yeah. you said chuck liddell he, he he would take punches like punishment and never get knocked down got never got knocked out and then once <laughs> he got knocked out that once it was like over he would get barely hit and he would get knocked down you know it was it just shows you right Wasn't there. it Rashad Evans? Wasn't it Rashad Evans that knocked him out first? Or was uh, it was it Rampage? Damn, I don't remember. I want to say it was uh I want to say it was Rashad Evans that knocked him out first. I think so too, and I was mad. <laughs> <laughs> um Alistair Overeem, uh ranked number 7 is taking on Augusta Sakai, ranked number 9 in September. Okay, guys, that's our I got show. the ream all the way. But oh, yeah. okay, okay, guys, that's our show for tonight. Yeah, no shit, right? Um, all right, then let's preview. Uh, no, next... I got the ream for sure. Yeah, let's preview the... next weekend's card, and then we'll we'll get on out. So. Uh, let's see here. We will start off with these three lower fights. I don't know who any of these guys are, so we'll start with um, women's straw rate, straw weight. Carla Esparza at seventeen and six, taking on Marina Rodriguez at twelve zero and two. Thoughts. I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up right now. Rich, Rich, um, don't do it I again. Got, I got Carla don't to do win it again, this. Rich. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so I've never heard of Paul Craig or the other guy, so I'm with you on that. Um, 
I'm gonna have to go with my girl on this one. <laughs> oh, are you this time? No. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> go with my girl on this one. Um, she actually looked. She actually um, looked a lot better in the last fight. She's she's gotten really buff, from what I remember. I mean, she's like swole now, man. She looks really good. Um, mm -hmm. the, but this Rodriguez girl's no joke, man. I mean, Carlos Barza better be ready for it. Um, <clears throat> I see. I, I, my heart says Carla because that's my home girl, but uh, don't do it, you know, Rich. We'll don't, don't do it. I'm not it. gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> Maybe I should bet against her so she wins. Uh, right? Hey, yeah. Do it. I'm gonna tell her I have to bet against you so you win. <laughs> I got Carla as well. Uh, okay, a heavyweight fight. Alexander Gustafson coming out of retirement, moving up to heavyweights, 18 and six, taking on. Fabricio Verdum, who is 23-9-1. 42 years old. I got Gustafson just because Verdum's old as fuck. <laughs> I, I got Verdum, though, because it's heavyweight, and, and that fool, he's old as fuck, but he, he can knock fools out still. And Gustafson hasn't felt the power of the heavyweights like that. Mm-hmm. He's got. You know, I, I'm I sure he's more skilled and faster and quicker, younger. But uh, when it comes to heavyweight, I, I don't think he he has a chance in this one. I, I'm gonna take it a different route, and I I'm gonna say Verdum fucking locks him up with uh, with a leg or an arm or something like that. Yeah. Verdum looked extremely old the last time I saw him fight, which was UFC 249. Uh, yes. I, I, I don't. He know. looked sleep. He looked tired. He looked. Winded, he looked like no no gas. He had a little bit more extra around the gut. Not yeah, like, not like we all yeah. don't. But he had that dad body for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, continuing on with the senior tour, we got a light heavyweight co-main event. <laughs> Shogun Rua twenty six eleven and one taking on Antonio Rogerio Nogueira at twenty three and nine. Damn. I'm hey. gonna go with my boy Shogun, dude. You know what I heard about this fight? I heard the winner uh, gets the senior menu at Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Nagara is 44 years old, bro. He's – fuck. He's up there. I got Shogun. Yeah, I do too. Here's, here's what I think, honestly. I think they'll both have heart attacks before they get to the ring. Um, <laughs> and none of them show up. <laughs> I mean, I'm over I mean, it. I'm, I'm over these fools, dog. <laughs> like, come on, Shogun. Shogun, stop. <laughs> and Noguera, stop it right now. Damn, bro. You're going to tarnish <laughs> their legacy? <laughs> these guys They're are badass. They're tarnishing their own legacy, bro. They're badass. That's true, but they were badasses, bro. These guys were badass. I mean, I can't, you, can't, you, can't, you can't compare that, bro. Like, yeah, they were badass in, in, in Pride and in Strike Force and all this other, wherever the fuck they were at. But, yeah. bro. When Noguera got his fucking arm snapped by uh, what's that fucking white boy, uh, the big guy, <laughs> the, the the guy that knocked out fucking um, uh, what the fuck? And I oh, hate I his fucking survive. guts. Who? Uh... I hate him. I fucking hate him. I hate him so bad. Um, he was a champ for a little while, and uh, he got knocked out by Brock Lesnar. Frank Mir. Frank fucking Mir. Frank oh, Mir yeah. broke the fuck out of his arm in 17 places. Uh, and no he, did, he did that to everybody, though, bro. He 
that's what Frank Mir did. He broke arms. I'm I'm over I'm over it, bro. I, the odds should be the odds <clears throat> of making them to the fucking ring because they're both gonna have heart attacks and geriatrics going on. Well, so. this this goes back to the UFC needs to make names like have big names because they're reaching way back for these guys just because they have a name, you know. Right, hundred percent. Yeah. And the main event, the only one that really matters if you think about it, is uh, <laughs> yeah. Robert Whitaker, Bobby Knuckles, twenty-one and five. Taking on Darren Till, 18-2-1. Darren Till uh, has one fight at this weight class, and that was against Kelvin Gaslam. And I didn't think that fight was that great. I didn't think Darren Till looked all that impressive. Um, I kind of got Bobby Knuckles in this one, man. I do, too. I think Till, like, going back to that Gaslam fight at the time, it looked like it was an impressive win, but now seeing Gaslam, how he's just kind of unraveling, it's not really that big of a win. I don't think. And, and I think Whitaker, he's coming off that loss against Izzy, but before that, I don't think he, he didn't fight for like what, two years. Yeah. No. Hasn't he lost after that? Did he? I don't think so. I don't think so, but he might. I thought he fought after that. No, he did not. Yeah, he hasn't fought since October 5th, which is when he lost uh, to Adesanya. Right. I'll tell you what. I'm going to say fuck both of you. I'm going Darren Till with a devastating KO. <laughs> I would I not don't say think, you're wrong. I don't think that Whitaker is the same, kind of like Gaslam isn't the same after the Izzy fight. Um, Whitaker looked so bad in that Izzy fight. I mean, Izzy made him look like a fucking a third grader. I, I, I don't I don't think he's back, man. I just don't. I don't see it. Uh, maybe this layoff is good for him. Maybe he, he does better, but I think Darren Till knocks him the fuck out, man. Nah, I think he's too skilled of a fighter. He's too good of a fighter. I think he's going to get the win and, and bring himself back up to that um, you know, top level. <clears throat> maybe contend for the belt, but uh, I don't know if he has a chance at that. <laughs> well, get your adult depends ready. Get your walkers out and. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, enjoy yourself at the, like you said, the senior menu at Denny's when you're this, watching most yes, of this car. The senior make, tour. Make yeah. sure you drink your Metamucil. That's right. Your Pepto Bismol. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, UFC is just like. They want to see somebody die on camera, I guess, trotting these motherfuckers <laughs> out, dude. Oh, shit. Uh, hey, can, I just, say, Go can ahead. I just say one thing that's off, that complete everything? Sure. I saw, well, I didn't really see it, but I watched a little bit of a baseball game yesterday, and mm -hmm. it was the most sad thing I've ever heard or seen, man. They're like, they're like, obviously the stands are empty, and they're playing fucking sounds from MLB. 22 2k19 or some shit like that like they're, in the background yeah yeah in, they're, right? they're playing like fucking the crowd noise and shit it's like, oh yeah it's crazy man it's crazy to see that shit it's better than silence so i think yeah, yeah Although, maybe in the fights i kind of like the silence because then you can hear the Me impact too. of the hits yeah i like that i like at, that for sure at first i was like this is kind of weird but then i'm like <laughs> nah this is good because you can hear all every little smack and punch I haven't missed the live crowds one bit in these MMA fights, dude. 
Whereas, you yeah, know, I agree. Uh, if like I'm watching anything like pro wrestling wise that has no fans in the crowd, it's completely different, dude. Oh, but as far as MMA goes, uh, it's been great, dude. <laughs> I've been really yeah. enjoying this, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't need the crowds for, to enjoy MMA. Like you said, it's it's kind of nice to hear the corners talking and hear the the impacts of these uh, hits, man. So. Yeah, I think it's cool. You hear the strategy, and mm-hmm. it's kind of a cool thing. All right, so we'll see what happens next week. We'll be back next Monday to break that card down. You can download the podcast on iTunes, Podbean. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Facebook. You can find the podcast there as well in the links. And uh, we will talk to you guys next week.